So I think it's um, very intentional that God is inviting us to focus on prayer today. And this has been a heavy week of news in our city and in the world with the earthquake, 30,000 lives lost, families destroyed, damaged, um, broken apart, and then right here in the city with the death of a young man. So I just feel really a heavy heart, but also a hopeful heart that we can press in and know that God watches over and cares. And so I'm going to read um, just from Psalm uh, 46. God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. So we will not fear when earthquakes come and mountains crumble into the sea. And Lord, when there is shaking around us, when there is tragedy, when there is heartache, Lord, help us to draw near to you. Help us to see clearly how much you care and how loving and kind you are and how you delight over your people who come to you, who seek you. Lord, you hear our prayers. Jesus, thank you to, that you um, receive our prayers. And would you prepare our hearts for the word this morning? Would you prepare our hearts to know you more and seek you more and to press in and to know that you are the good, good Father. Amen. Good morning, church. Good morning, beloved. Good morning. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's a privilege. Every time I take the mic, I don't take it lightly. It's with fear and trembling to share the word of the Lord with his people. So I am blessed, I am grateful. Before anything, I want to thank the Lord for this opportunity. All this is his doing, and uh, it's marvelous in our eyes. Say thank you. And I want to thank the Lord for the life of uh, Pastor Steve. I want to thank the Lord for the life of the elders of the house. I want to thank the Lord for the ministry coordinators and the whole body. I just want to say that uh, I feel honored and uh, privileged. Thank you for the trust. And uh, this is a, a journey we are on. And uh, we believe we can only go from glory to glory. Amen? Because that's what the Lord told us. We go from strength to strength, from faith to faith, from glory to glory, from dimensions in him to dimensions. Amen? To height, from height to height, is the promise on which we stand strongly. Amen? But before I start uh, breaking the bread of the word, let, let us pray. Father, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this time. I pray that um, you will use this vessel of yours and uh, speak to your people, teach your people, lead your people. I pray that uh, they, the heart of your people will, will be open to the word so that healing can happen, so that transformation can happen, deliverance can happen, comfort can happen, strength can happen, and courage can happen in the heart of your people, so that we can be strong in these last days and uh, do great exploits for you, for your kingdom, in the name of Jesus. So Holy Spirit, 
you are welcome. You are here already, better. Take the place and do what you alone can do best. In Jesus' mighty and precious name. Amen. Hallelujah. The title of my lesson is uh, Prayer in the Life of the Believer. Hallelujah. And I'm, I'm using Luke 18, verse 1. Jesus was uh, talking to the disciples, and um, he told them, Men ought always to pray and not lose heart. Men ought always to pray and not lose heart. I'm not going to the parable because my point is in Luke 18, 1 encouraging and drawing the people of God to prayer. When I was uh, preparing this prayer, it was a challenge for me <laughs> because prayer had been a journey for me. And uh, I started praying in 2008 when God called me into that place. So it's been a, a while. So I have to go back. But, but the Lord said, Sylvia, bring the simplicity of prayer to my people. Simplicity is very simple. The enemy put a myth around it because he knows when the people of God pray, things happen. Things change. Amen? And that's the path that God established in this relationship that we have with him. The path is prayer. Prayer is a path. Prayer is simple. It's just talking to God. Prayer is talking to God. And also listening. Because it's a conversation. You know, prayer is talking to God and also listening. Prayer is a two-way communication with God. So as you pray, you go to him and you pray. A lot of the time, you don't receive the, you, you are listening, but you don't receive the answer right away. So you pray and you let, and throughout the day, you are still listening. You are in the posture of listening to the Lord. Amen? Then sometime, maybe in the evening, maybe a week later, you're reading a word and you say, ah, this is my answer. Because he listened when you prayed, when you call on his name. Prayer and the spiritual life are closely related. It's just like the breath and natural life. If you don't breathe, what will happen to you? You die. So a lot of people are walking. I don't want to say it, but today we will all come alive. Hallelujah, in the place of prayer and his presence. He gave me the example of a newlywed couple that doesn't talk to each other. You know, we, we went to the wedding. It was beautiful. We celebrated with them. And uh, it was beautiful. It was awesome. And they go home and stop talking to each other. Then there is no relationship. 
and they became strangers to each other. That's a lot of, a lot of, this reflects the work of a lot of our brothers and sisters. God wants us to talk to him at all times. So prayer is talking to God and listening. Prayer is seeking God. Prayer is seeking a treasure. Because when we engage in calling on his name, we will find him. And he is our treasure, right? So the path to that treasure is prayer. John Wesley wrote, I am persuaded that God does everything by prayer and nothing without it. Nothing without it. God wants us to talk to him. Amen? He sent Jesus to us. At first, he created Adam and Eve and put them in a beautiful garden. But uh, it happened that they wanted to live an independent life, and they fell short from the glory of God. God said, okay, you cannot live here if you want, you want to live independent. And uh, he chased them out of the garden. So there was a broken relationship between Adam and this couple, this beautiful couple that he just created. But uh, because God created them out of love, he kept pursuing them. And he told them, I will send you a savior, a redeemer, that will save you from that state of being rebellious against me. And Jesus came and did what he alone could do. He died on the cross, shed his blood to cleanse us and to reconcile us to the Father. So Christianity is not religion. It's a, a love story between a father, a loving father, and the people that he created that he so much loves. Amen? So, what is prayer? What is prayer? Prayer is talking to God. I'm going to say this over and over. What are the youth? Are the youth here? So you can hear. that Prayer is just talking to God and uh, listening. Amen? Okay. We are going to see different types of prayer. Prayer is thanksgiving. You just get up in the morning and thanksgiving is vocal. We thank him for his goodness. Psalm 104 said, enter into his gate with thanksgiving and into his court with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name for the law is good. Amen? You just get up. Get out of your bed. Thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you. Hallelujah. For this new day. Thank you for all that you have in store. In it for me. You just prayed. Right? And prayer is praise. And it is vocal too. We praise him for his greatness and for who he is. Psalm 48 once said, Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God in his holy mountain. He is great. Hallelujah. When I say he is great, 
I just prayed. Amen. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. Is it great in your heart? Hallelujah. Usually praise and uh, thanksgiving and praise do go together. As you start thanking him for who he is, uh, for what he has done for you, for his goodness in your life, usually as you engage thanksgiving, praise will come forth too. Hallelujah. And you can sing praise. You can shout it too. Hallelujah, it's okay to shout it. <laughs> if you look in the, in the psalm, David shouted, hallelujah. Shout unto the Lord. <laughs> and praise is power. Because as you praise, God inhabits the praises of his people. As you start praising, the, 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 the presence of God will be released to you. Peace will invade you. Joy will invade you. Because in his presence is fullness of joy and peace. Amen? If you are lacking joy, start praising him. If you are lacking peace, start praising him. And his presence will come to you. It is there, but it will be released. It will become manifest. Hallelujah. And worship. Worship is a lifestyle of a heart bowed low in God's presence. It's within. It's not necessarily vocal. It's within. It's a, it's a state. It's a posture that we carry within. A heart that is bowed to the Lord. At all times. We pledge our allegiance to him in all things. Amen. And these three, these three things, praise, thanksgiving, praise, and worship do go together. And uh, also, worship can be expressed through our posture, our physical posture. We can raise our hands, telling him, I surrender to you. We can kneel down, telling him, I bow to you. Sometimes we can just prostrate, lay on the floor in his presence. That's worship. And when we come on Sundays, we come and we, it's a worship time. I mean, we come with a, a heart bow low to you. We come to honor you. We come to renew our allegiance to you, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Amen. Hallelujah. Are we going to worship more? <laughs> Are we going to prostrate more? <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm going to read the Psalm 95, 1 to 7. It says, Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully to him with psalms. For the Lord is the great God and the great King above all gods. In his hand are the deep places of the earth. The heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pastures and the sheep of his hand. Hallelujah. Do you see the pattern? 
He started with thanksgiving and with praise and with worship. He said, let us bow down and worship him. And we are called into that. And God doesn't want us to just come on Sundays and do that. But every day, day and night, night and day, call upon his name. For he delights in that. And he's, draw, he's drawing us all into that place of calling on his name. There is something too I forgot to say about praise. In Psalm 8 verse 2, he said that uh, he put praise in the mouth of children and the, and the infants to silence the enemy and the avenger. The enemy that is the accuser of the brethren. He's accusing all day and night. But when you take praise, put it in your mouth, start, start singing it, start shouting it, the enemy is confused. He doesn't know what to do anymore. Hallelujah, it's like you are lost in the Lord. And he can't find anything to accuse you anymore. So give yourself to that. It's a second way, or second, yes. So I put Thanksgiving praise and worship together because they go together usually. Different, uh, second, uh, another type of prayer is supplication. I put that uh, pleading for God's mercy is often tied with intercession. Zechariah 12, 10 said, I will pour out I will pour on the house of David and on the inhabitant of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and supplication. Supplication is pleading mercy. Something happened, you don't have control over it. And you just say, Lord, have mercy on me. That's prayer. Lord, have mercy on me. Or you're praying for your brother. That's intercession. You don't know how to pray for him. Just say, Lord, have mercy on him. That's supplication. You're crying out for God to intervene. Hallelujah. Hebrews 4.16 says, Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We are invited. Prayer is a privilege. We are invited to the, to the throne room of the Father. When you come, you say, in the name of Jesus, you are there. Hallelujah. You can tell him anything you want. Anything. Whether it's your fear, whether, uh, about your challenges, you can talk to him. He is there. His ears are open to you 24-7. Hallelujah. So let us engage this type of prayer, which is supplication. And the third one I, I talk about is petition. Pray for God to supply your needs, physical or material. Jesus said, therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Amen. And we see that in Luke 18, 1 through 8, there was this widow that kept going to this wicked uh, judge for justice. But he would not listen. One day he said, oh, if I don't answer this widow, 
she will worry me because she will not stop. She was persistent. Amen. So God, God gave a contrast then. He said, if this wicked judge can finally hear this woman, how much more your father who is in heaven, he will hear you speedily. Amen? And uh, for this uh, prayer petition, the test here is perseverance. If God doesn't answer right away, it doesn't mean he's, he's not saying yes to you. He's just going to test your perseverance. It means you wait and wait and wait and wait and wait. Until his timing, his right timing, he will give it to you. But he's using this time of perseverance to transform you into his own image. Because the goal is not for you to have things. He wants to give us things. But he wants us to be transformed in the midst of it. Otherwise, whatever we are asking, if we are not transformed and we get it, that thing might destroy us. Amen? So God is working on your heart while saying yes to you. He's developing you into his own image. That we don't want to hear. I want it and I want it now. <laughs> right? <laughs> but uh, may he give us the patience and the perseverance to wait. I know we, we are here and we are waiting on him for one thing or another. So may he give you the perseverance that you need. Wait for him. Amen? And the fourth type of prayer I'll talk about is intercession. Intercession is prayer on the behalf of another person. Like we just did. Mrs. Penko just led us into a prayer for the people of Turkey. Right? And Syria. So, we pray for them. We intercede for them. We go into supplication for them. Lord, have mercy. Amen? I wanted to talk a little bit about the prayer of supplication. One time we left church, one Sunday, and we went to the store. And for some reason, I lost my bag there. So we were going to a friend, and when we got there, I couldn't find my bag. I said, girls, where, where is my bag? They say, oh, you have it. I don't have it. So, what? I have all kinds of things in that bag. And uh, I just, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to pray. So I say, Lord, I, I say, Jesus! <laughs> I was on the, on the way, Jesus! And we got there, somebody found the bag and gave it to, yeah, gave it to the store. And when I got there, at first they said we didn't see it. So we went to the car and I started canceling my, my cards. But something was telling me within that I found the bag. So I said, okay, let us go back. And we went back and they, they had the bag and gave it to us. When we got home, and after everything settled, a Lord came to me and said, Mom, what type of prayer was that today? 
is there for you when you are in fear or anything. Jesus! And the Holy Spirit will translate that to him. Say, this is what Sylvia was saying. <laughs> Amen. It is there for you. It's up to you to take it. Amen. First Timothy 2, 1 to 12 said, Therefore I exhort you, first of all, that supplication, prayers, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and also for those who are in authority. We need to pray for our leaders. You know, our responsibility as the body of Christ is to pray for our leaders. Amen? We don't take time to talk about them. They are doing this. They are doing. Lord, look at what they are doing. Change their hearts. Lord, change their hearts. That's our cry. We pray for wisdom for them so they can lead us in, 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 a, in a good way, in a good path. Amen? Ezekiel 22, 30, 29 through 31. The people of the land have used oppression, committed robbery, and mistreated the poor and needy, and they wrongfully oppressed the stranger. So I sought for a man among them who will make a war and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land, that I should not destroy it. But I found none. I found no one. Then I have poured out my indignation on them, and I have consumed them with the fire of my, my wrath. And I have recompensed their deeds on their own heads, says the Lord of, of God. Say the Lord God. Hallelujah. This verse, the Lord used uh, about eight years ago. Let's say 10 years ago, to capture my heart. When I read that, so I found none. I started crying out, Lord, here I am. Pray through me. Teach me how to pray for others. Teach me. Amen. And he's still looking for a man. He's still telling you, his church, to pray for one another. He will use your prayers to deliver, to heal to establish because we are the light of the world and the salt of the earth. When we come somewhere, when there's darkness, light might, must comfort. Amen? Because we come and we shine the light and the darkness has to flee. That's the role, the purpose of the church on the earth. And we are the salt of the earth. Salt gives flavor to the food, right? And salt also prevents decay. Back home, most households don't have fridge. So we use salt, you know, to preserve our food. That's who we are. Amen? And God is counting on us to rule and reign the earth through the church. Hallelujah. It might not swim like that right now, but that's what we are. That's what he called us for. And we will get there because he is opening our eyes to see, our ears to hear him, and our heart to understand. Amen? 
I'm talking about the corporate prayer as well. When God's people come together to pray, to call on his name, on the behalf of their homes, on the behalf of uh, the, their communities, on the behalf of their church. It's like uh, 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 one of uh, the people I listen to, uh, Derek Prince said that it's like uh, ICBM, intercontinental ballistic missile. When the people of God come together, the power that they generate can, can change things, even in, on other continents. Amen? And we have that as a people. Hallelujah. The enemy is fighting our unity because he knows when we can come together, he's in trouble. Amen? So we need to cry out, God, give us unity in the church so that your purposes can come to pass. Amen? So in Acts 1.14, the church prayed to receive the Holy Spirit. When Jesus was leaving, he told them, wait until you receive power from on high when the Holy Ghost come upon you. Amen? And they waited. They cried out. The Holy Spirit was given to them. In Acts 4.23-21, they were threatened not to preach the gospel. They arrested, uh, they, they, they arrested them and flogged them and said, go, don't speak in that name anymore. And they went together in their own company and they cried out to the Lord. What did they do? They cried out to the Lord. They prayed, they spoke to the Lord and the Lord responded by releasing great power and they spoke the word with boldness. Hallelujah. In Jerusalem. And uh, finally, he came to America too. And we heard it too. <laughs> Amen. We heard the word because they prayed and God gave them boldness. And in Acts 12, Peter, the head of the apostles, was arrested again. The enemy is always behind the head. Because he knows if he can cut the head off, the body can just uh, scatter. That's why we need to be praying for our pastors. We need to be praying for, even in the home, for the, the, the husbands and the wives. We need to be praying for the president of the nation. We need to intercede for them so God can establish them. Hallelujah. So that the work that he has to do can be done through them. Amen. God is calling you to talk to him more. On the behalf of your pastor. Amen. On the behalf of your elders. Pray for them. For wisdom. For strength. To stand in these last days. To preach the gospel. Without watering it down. Amen. The enemy wants to dilute it. So we will pray for them. So they can be uh, uh, true to the word. Amen. So my next question is. So who can pray? The body of Christ, the believer, believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, a man or a woman or a child. Remember, they put strength in the mouth of children. Hallelujah. When they cry out, the enemy is stilled. Cannot do it, cannot advance anymore. So the children, I encourage children to pray. Hallelujah. Because God put power in their mouth. 
Amen? You stand for your parents. Stand for your siblings. And cry out. Day and night. The way is open. Day and night. At any time. Father. That's some of my prayers. Father. Can you believe it? That's prayer. <laughs> Supplication. Father. He said, here I am. Here I am. What do you need? <laughs> Amen. It's there for you. When to pray? Just Paul said, pray without ceasing. Anytime. Call on his name. Pray in the morning. Pray at noon. Pray in the evening. If you read Psalm 55, 16 through 17, David said, I pray in the morning and noon in the, in the evening. You know, pray when you are being tempted. Pray when you don't understand. Pray when you get out of bed. Thank you, Lord. It's prayer. Amen. I put something here, too, that instant prayer. Prayer as your default mode when facing a hard time. I mean, the first thing you go through is prayer. Because some people, they will try to find solutions on their own for so many days. They are frustrated. They don't know what to do. And finally, oh, I guess I can pray. No. Prayer is the first thing. Amen? You remember Jairus went to Jesus to come and uh, lay hand on his daughter. She was sick. And on the way, one of his servants came to him and said, don't bother the master. Your daughter died. And what did Jesus, and he turned to Jesus. And what did Jesus say? He said, fear not. Fear not. Hallelujah. In that situation, turn to Jesus. And he will tell you, fear not. And then you have your confidence. Your faith is in place. You did not let fear in. Amen? So God is calling us to instant prayer. Lord, help. I need you. And he will come through for you. Where do we pray? We pray everywhere. I will therefore that men pray everywhere. Lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. We have to come to him in peace. And uh, in faith. Yes, sometimes we come when we are angry. Yes, Lord, I'm angry about this. I'll tell him. But, uh, but I'm not telling him <laughs> as if I was angry at, who, at him. I come in peace, but I say, Lord, help me. Amen? Why do we pray? We pray because God is our Father. We pray because we are family. Family do talk to each other, right? Husband talk to wife. Parents talk to their children. When they are not talking, there is no relationship. So we talk to him first of all because he's our daddy, he's our father. And also because we are made kings and priests. That we will talk about another time. But today, the purpose is for you to see the simplicity of prayer and to engage in it, to practice it. And uh, it's a journey. It's a beautiful journey when you get on it. God is encouraging us to go there. So they step toward growing in prayer. 
come with a pure heart. Search me, Psalm 139, 23-24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties. And see if there is a, any wicked way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. God is calling us to come with a pure heart. We have to forgive our brothers and sisters quickly. Forgive quickly. Some people have things in their heart since 1999. I don't know. You have to let go. Amen? And let God. Forgive for your sake. Forgive because you want to have a good relationship with the Father. You want to be able to have that open way so you can call on him anytime. Let go. But the enemy will keep telling you, ah, after all that person did to you, you are going to forgive him? Yes. For my own sake, I will forgive that person so that I can have a free freedom to talk to my daddy. Because he's looking at the heart and he does not want to see any wickedness in my heart. Amen? The second thing is come with a humble heart. For God gives grace to the humble, but he resists the proud. If you have pride in your heart, it's like you are his enemy. So will he listen to you? He will just keep pointing at that pride in your heart. Say, get rid of it. Amen? So what do you do? You cry out, Lord, help me get rid of it. Because I cannot do it on my own. He is there to help. He is there to help. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The third point is that come with your whole heart. God is not looking for 99.99% of your heart. That's the truth, though. Come with your whole heart. Then you will find him. He will reveal himself to you. He wants your undivided attention. Call on him with a whole heart. So what I do, I say, Lord, I have a divided heart right now. Help me. Cleanse my heart. Purify my heart. Give me an undivided heart for you. Amen? And he will do it. He will do it. The fourth point here is seeking him in his word. Reading the word of God. The Holy Spirit will use the word to teach you more how to pray. Because there are dimensions in prayer. It's a journey you take with the law. Hallelujah. It's a marvelous journey. And he's calling you into that. Je Jesus told uh, the Samaritan woman, John 14, 23-24, that the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Amen? He desires truth in your inward part so that he can use it to direct you, to speak to you, to change you, to transform you so that you can look more and more like Jesus. That's the goal. He's coming back for those who look like him. And he's doing the work in you. We need to be able to let him do the work. 
It's through, sometimes it's through difficult situations that uh, he is in need with us. As we're crying out, we're calling on his name, he, he will be leading us and changing us and blessing us until he comes back. Amen? He's coming back for those who look like him, not strangers. Hallelujah. And the fifth point is pray in the name of Jesus. Pray in the name of Jesus. Because our stand with the Lord is based on the finished work of Jesus. Everything he has done for us in his death, burial, and resurrection, ascension, and glorification. So he said, ask, whatever you ask in my name, that I will do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. So we go to prayer in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Is somebody encouraged today? Is somebody strengthened today? Is somebody awakened to prayer today? It is simple. Prayer is talking to God and listening. I encourage the body to engage God. Amen. He said, draw near me and I'll draw near you. Engage him so that you can see his glory. Amen. I would like us uh, to pray a little bit. I cannot give this uh, message without prayer. I would, like, <laughs> I would like for us to be on our feet. We are going to call on the name of the Lord. I don't know what is in your heart, what is your challenge at this point. Cry out. Talk to your God. Amen? Talk to your God. Let's, let's get on our feet. In the name of Jesus. He said, I will pour out my spirit upon the house of David. I will pour out the spirit of grace and supplication so that we can call upon his name. Amen? So let's cry out, Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you and we thank you. Everyone lift up your voice, whether it's in your known language or in your unknown language. Talk to the Lord. Thank him. Go to him with thanksgiving and with praise. Hallelujah. Giving glory to his name and thanking him for the law is good. And his mercy endureth forever for us. Hallelujah. Father, we come to you with our needs. We come to you thanking you and praising you. Thank you for your word that you have given us. Thank you for your truth that endure to all generations. We honor you, O oh Lord. Thank you for Bethel, a house of prayer. All nations, make us a house of prayer. We cry out to you. In the name of Jesus, thank you, O Lord. We bless your holy name. Holy Spirit, we call upon you. Bring comfort to those who need comfort, O Lord. Bring strength to your people. Strengthen us from the inner man. Empower us so that we can walk a, a righteous life. So that uh, we can do your will, O Lord. Strengthen us. As, uh, as a families, strengthen us, strengthen the parents, strengthen the children, 
strengthen your people. We cry out to you. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, O Lord. With supplication in the, in the innermost part of your people. And help us cry out to you. Day and night. And night and day. Help us call upon the name of the Lord. For the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it. And they are saved. They are safe. Help us do that, oh Lord. In Jesus' mighty and precious name. Amen. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. So go. In the presence of your loving Father, you're saving, sacrificing with you, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit who walks in you and fills you and flows through you. Walk with him as you walk through this week. In Jesus' name, amen.